0: Newstalk ZB, well, it's a great pleasure to have on the line with us Matthew Workman. Now, Matthew is a former ZB journalist. He's now based in London, working with the British Science Association. A very good afternoon, or evening, I guess, your time, Matthew. How are you, mate?
1: Uh, Kilda, Simon. Very good, thank you.
0: Good on you. Well, thanks for chatting with us because surreal yeah, times. Yeah, thanks very
1: much. Appreciate it. You've just gone
0: into lockdown, Matthew.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, so we here in London have been in lockdown for just over 25, 26 hours now. Uh, it was quite a surreal sort of feeling, actually. I, I remember I was going for a walk in Richmond Park here in southwest London, uh, just watching the sunset set and, and just sort of checking in with friends and family uh, on social media. Uh, and then I was walking back to, to the house and, and got a message from a friend of mine to say that there's going to be an announcement at 8.30. Uh, and so within the next hour or two, as, as the sun finally sets in, the, in Richmond Park, I walked back and... Yeah, watched Boris Johnson make the announcement that we were now in lockdown and uh, there's no real end in sight, uh, but it's just one of those things where we, we have to watch it and, and see what develops over the next coming weeks and months.
2: Absolutely, mm. Um, One of the impressions that we have over here on the other side of the world, mate, is the that there's been quite a flip-flop in the, how the UK is dealing with this. Is, is, is that a fair mm. comment or not?
1: You know, I think that's a very fair comment, uh, to be fair, Phil. So I think there are there are quite a few sort of things uh, that, that have really made me question how things could have been done, and you only need to look at New Zealand, uh, that really provided a, a very strong roadmap, I guess, for the public to understand the direction that they were going in. I mean, the, the fact that Jacinda Ardern was able to not only update people on Level 3, but then in two days' time it would be Level 4, um, really provided, I, I guess, a lot of certainty for you guys back home. Whereas uh, for us, it was definitely a, a matter of, oh, well, there's going to be a press conference today. What is it going to be about? What um, what new restrictions are we in place? Uh, you know, is this the lockdown message? Is it not the lockdown message? Uh, and, and all that does is really lead to things like rumour and speculation. And, of course, like I sort of mentioned, we got formally put into lockdown uh, 25, 26 hours ago. Uh, but there were questions about whether this would be taking place before the weekend, and I have friends uh, who work in the NHS across the UK, and they w- were definitely wishing that it was the case. But um, the rumours that started to circulate about when the lockdown would start to happen, uh, I think, really only kind of reinforced, like you say, a bit of a, a flip-flop sort of approach. And uh, and while Boris Johnson is, I think, very good at at reading from the auto queue, oh, I think there are different questions really when it comes to you know, whether there were better ways of doing it such as um, what uh, Auntie Jacinda's doing back home in New Zealand.
0: Matthew how are people (laughs) reacting so far to the lockdown even though it's very early days because in Australia you know when um, Scott Morrison the Prime Minister there was trying to sort of say people avoid you know close contact etc Bondi Beach was crowded we still had people you know uh, uh, you know really in close contact and the government was really concerned that this was taking place people were still at bars and clubs until the lockdown of course tonight and bars shut yesterday so how are people reacting to the lockdown are they obeying what they're, they're told
1: that's, that's a very good question I think th- and that may be one of the reasons that Boris Johnson has been taking a bit of a pop-gun approach and it's because he didn't want to give too many people the opportunity for one last drink at the local pub uh, before going into lockdown so uh, I guess that's the other side of that coin but, but I go out for walks every day and, and Boris Johnson has said that you're allowed to go for one uh, solo piece of activity or exercise a day uh, so I'm just sort of getting out and about and and there are definitely people who are, who are still walking together, talking together, families going out for walks across in parks, um, you know, and it gets to a sort of point where, you know, you sort of wonder why, you know, especially for the younger children in the family, why we're not doing what we can to, to really help everybody have the best chance of, of tackling this. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess it's probably their way of of trying to find some sort of normality and, and some sort of sanity in these cases, and so it's very hard, I think, to to find the right balance between um, obeying the you know nationally imposed orders versus uh, you know mental health and well-being, and trying to I guess find that peace that we're all looking for in these incredibly uncertain times.
2: Absolutely, Matthew. Last question from me. I was talking before we came on air with my son, Adam, who lives in Knutsford, just south of Manchester in in the UK. Mm. And he was saying one of the things that he was – he's an educationalist, and one of the things he was a little bit disconcerted about, he said that uh, Boris Johnson has invoked the spirit of Winston Churchill, which is fine in a way. That's sort of we're in a war – I'm a wartime prime minister sort of thing. Except the only thing that concerned Adam a tiny bit was – that wartime sort of is big, bold, brave, macho sort of stuff, you know. And he's, he, he was saying that in many ways he was envious of the approach here, which is a much sort of, if for want of a better word, a softer approach and, you know, let's be kind, mm. let's share, let's look after each other. What are your feelings about that?
1: No, I, I wholeheartedly agree, uh, to be honest. I think, And I think in a, in, in a time that we're in now, uh, regardless of uh, the pandemic, I think, you know, we need to we need to create um, situations, circumstances, and environments where everybody can talk openly and and transparently and and emotionally. Uh, and I don't think, obviously, those sorts of you know Churchillian approaches of you know we will we will conquer and and we will do it now uh, really kind of help with bigger conversations around well-being, you know, particularly among men, uh, among solo mothers and, and the elderly, these, you know, the incredibly vulnerable elderly. Um, I definitely uh, have have been impressed and that's why I sort of follow uh, what's happening back in New Zealand every day because I think, yeah, the whole message of kindness, compassion, understanding and sympathy, the, these are four things that hopefully will become more of a trend beyond uh you know COVID-19 and and hopefully these are conversations that are obviously taking place during this pandemic but can then spark to more you know beyond COVID-19 so that we don't have to resort to these kind of war wartime-esque sort of messages of hope and, and inspiration instead we can we can talk openly and transparently with each other and and uh, allow ourselves to learn, not just from uh, a medical standpoint of how to combat this virus, but to but to also open up and to support each other in a way that kind of goes beyond um, this pandemic, really, and, and is a new way of communicating with people and is the, the new normal and the new best way.
0: Good stuff. Hey, and very quickly, Matthew, we've been given sort of four weeks as our lockdown, at least that's the, the minimum term, but they're hoping it'll be over in four weeks. Boris Johnson, has he announced how long you guys will be in lockdown?
1: I think at this stage there hasn't really been a definitive date and I think that's because there is still just so much to to happen. I think we're we're almost at 400 uh, casualties here in the UK at this stage and, and because I guess just the sheer beast really that London is and, and the yeah. people that come and go and the very transient community that it is I think it's it's super early uh, but Boris Johnson has sort of mentioned that if they do it right and, and if everybody obeys things uh, the best case scenario could be 12 weeks, so three months. So okay. uh, that's that's the hope, I think, for a lot of people. But I've been personally told to, uh, to expect to work from home. I'm in my second week now, uh, but I've been told to prepare for anywhere from between three months to 18 months working from home. So wow. the situation there is very, uh, you know, it, it's so hard to know. Uh, but, yeah, best case scenario, I think, would definitely be around that 12-week mark.
0: Matthew, great to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much for giving us your time. Um, keep safe, keep sane. I suppose when you're on yourself, yeah. uh, on your own in lockdown. And thank you very much again, mate, for chatting.
2: All the very best, mate. Thanks, thank guys. you.
0: Take care. That's Matthew Workman, former ZB journalist, based in London now, British Science Association member, with us here at News Talk ZB.